Hello and welcome to the Vibe with Kai podcast. It's your boy Kai and today I am sitting with the incredible Shelly Cole uh, who the Vibers know as Madeline on Gilmore Girls. Before we get to my interview with Shelly, be, uh, please be sure to follow me on your favorite social media platforms. Follow me on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, whatever you are on, I am on. Follow me at the Vibe with Kai. Or you can visit my official website at thevibewithkai.com, where I'm always posting things that'll help you do good, feel good, be good, and live a good life full of good vibes. My guest today is Shelly Cole. Shelly has been an acting coach in Denver for many years. I, I was in Denver uh, last year. I loved it. Uh, before moving to Denver, she was an actress uh, in LA for many years, working regularly. And she has quite the impressive IMDb, uh, IMDb page which includes three and a half years on Gilmore Girls, NCIS, Criminal Minds, CSI New York, Cold Case, just to name a few. Her feature films include her breakout performance as Sally, a drummer in an all-girl band in the film Pray for Rock and Roll, opposite Gina Gershon, Dre DiMatteo, and Mark Blugas. She is, I, I, I'm so happy that she's here with me right now. Um, Shelly, hi. hi. <laughs> happy we're filming this on a sunday happy sunday i'm in my bed you, <laughs> I, I i i i didn't just i i've left my bedroom and returned the, I'm, okay. I'm i'm just i'm so happy no matter where you could be you could be you know on top of a building somewhere just kind of hanging out and i would just be thankful that you are here it doesn't matter where you are the monkey here too <gasps> oh my gosh anybody I'm, who knows me on instagram or many of the Gilmore Girl fans yeah. know that uh, Monkey is a staple in my life. I love it. I love it. Hi, Monkey. <laughs> Monkey, what's up? That's not how she talks. She's like, I love it. that is embarrassing. What's funny, I, so I, wanna, I do want to ask you, so obviously, I'm not sure if you heard or not, but the past year, there was sort of like this worldwide phenomena that was going on that kind of changed life as, as we know it. Um, what was it like navigating 2020 just for you personally? What, what was that experience like? Uh, ooh, well, it's <laughs> like, where uh, begin, right? <laughs> I mean, I am, I, it's funny when I used to work uh, regularly as an actor, um, in Los Angeles, I would, I went to bed at eight o'clock at night and I was yeah. up at the butt crack of dawn, yeah. just ready to go. And always, I, you know, I never had any issue with waking up early. It was a, it was a right. pleasure. And these days I just like sleeping late and, and, and hanging out at home and watching Netflix and reading and yeah. cooking is a big thing for me. Yeah. Hanging out with monkey and my boyfriend. Uh -huh. And I, those are all things that I really love to do anyway. Right. So uh, apart from breaking my foot, which I will, uh, uh, I'll talk what? about in a second. Oh no! Apart from that, um, the the, the shut-in was not a, a problem for me. I have these squirrels mm -hmm. that I feed, um, and uh, they they come around uh, Phil, and uh, well, for for a while I thought that Phil's uh, boyfriend. Um, uh, well, Jerry, it, I thought Phil's boyfriend was Phil, and it turns out that Phil is a girl. So <laughs> Phil just had babies. Lamina, I just feel like babies. you should be writing this down and making it into a pilot because there's well, some. I feel like there's some drama there that we can use here. That's the season one right here. Well, okay. So for a while, I thought that Jerry and Phil uh, were a, a, a married. Uh, a gay couple and they had this little baby that would come around and that was like their surrogate but it turns out that phil is a girl so um and so she's so i spent much of last of 2020 like last year yeah. feeding squirrels hanging out with monkey cooking netflix but then on my birthday in august i broke my uh my foot oh, um uh the fifth metatarsal it was the most outside bone and i uh, broke it in half ah. and um and so then the next four months of my life were in bed in recovery and i also coach um i coach acting right, so right. getting to my studio was a challenge but it really really taught me how much people care about me and wanted to help me and take care mm -hmm. of me. So many of my students, their parents drove me to and from, which is kind of a long way. And, uh, and so I, it was a real, it was a year for me of, of, of 
of breaking and yeah. and healing and being very grateful and yeah. um and just chilling right i always say to people that 2020 to me at least and you might you might agree with this is probably one of the best worst things to happen right because i feel like like for me personally i learned a lot like you i learned a lot about myself you know, having to spend, you know, a lot of alone. I didn't have any, I didn't have a squirrel family to entertain me, but, but, I did, but I was able to learn so much about myself and my mindset. And I was able to take on new things and, and meet new people. And so like, I don't know if any of that would have happened if it weren't for the past year and how everything went down. And so like, I always, I always have to make it a caveat saying, I, I mean, I don't wish like obviously death upon anybody and I don't want anybody to get sick or anything like that. Um, but I am thankful uh, and I am grateful for, for what the past year had, has offered me because I don't think I would be in this position now if it weren't for any of that. Is that something, is that how you view it as well, 2020? I think we, I, I have to personally, I have to view it like that because well, th well the alternative is to just have it be a complete wash. Right. And um, I don't think of it like that. Uh, you know, for those four months when I was like, basically I, I couldn't do much, I was in bed and stuff. Um, I, I would, I would perfect this throw from here to uh, this little, I have this little cat door hold but yeah. it's for monkey my my dog in my in my glass door and i would perfect the throw yeah. of like throwing nuts through that thing and eventually yeah. they just got to the point where they were just coming inside and <laughs> hanging out you know um just little fun things to be grateful for like that the entertainment that yeah. that was high entertainment for me um learning how to say ask for help was a big mm -hmm. thing for me because I've always been very independent I don't have any family um apart from the friends that I consider sure. family um I'm really terrible at asking people I need I, I really need something and so learning that was the most valuable lesson I I took from this past year learning to ask for help, which is is not necessarily just about me, but it's also about um, how how grateful I am for the students, mm -hmm. um, for my friends, the people who show up, right. showed up in my part my life. And 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 you know, in my community and on my yeah. community, you know, Facebook page, everyone is like, who needs what? Let's all help <laughs> each other. And yeah, yeah. I think I think that that is a very important thing to to take note of um is that uh, a lot of people came together in a sense of community mm -hmm. um at least in the in the people that i know um and i think that is a very valuable thing that absolutely that absolutely. we've that we've all learned to kind of come together right. apart right <laughs> right right it's it's, it's really because I, I probably made more friends in the past year than I have in like my entire life. So like, it's nice to find like, cause I I'm an introvert, believe it or not, uh, surprise. And, and so like to find other introverts out there uh, has been really nice. Let's talk about Denver. So I, I was in, yeah. I went to Denver for the first time last year. Um, when? Well, well, I'm sorry. When were you here? Uh, I was there in July. It was, I think it was right after, it was either right before or right after 4th of July weekend. And I went out there because I was dating somebody from Denver. And, uh, and then she's like, come on out and fly. I'm like, oh, I've never been to Denver. So let's, let's go. So I flew out to Denver. It's a very lovely town. Yeah. It's incredibly <laughs> lovely. I, 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 I didn't, I didn't think that I would enjoy it because I'm a Philly boy. So mm -hmm. I, I didn't, I never thought that I would uh, enjoy that, that town. It was, it was really nice. It was sweet. It is. Uh, when I first moved here, uh, I, I actually moved here for a guy, mm -hmm. and that I'm I'm not with anymore. Uh, mm -hmm. But I, I'm I, I had been looking for an excuse to get out of the business out of Los Angeles for sure. a long time. Sure, sure. Um, I just there's just I, I just reached the point where I just said I don't want to live the rest of my life right. in this loop. And um, 
you know, I don't want to buy a house right? <laughs> and right. I want to like have a normal life where I'm not always, uh, you know, like this, it's a very hectic life. I'm sure. Oh, so what made you, so what, what made you decide that you wanted to just be like, I need to, I need to go. Was there like a particular moment or was it just kind of like building up of multiple things? Well, so I was at the height of my, uh, my career life, uh, my acting career life, mm-hmm. um, when my father got sick and he was living in a veterans hospital in Texas. Okay. And so I was back and forth. He was, he was basically, he was, he couldn't walk. And for the last year of his life, he was confined to a hospital room. Mm-hmm. And, uh, so I was back and forth flying back and forth constantly and every time I, and I was actually working on a, a movie at the time, and I was auditioning all the time, I was booking jobs, I was just, I was at that place where I was breaking through the, the glass ceiling mm-hmm. and having panic attacks. And that's when I started having um, chronic panic attacks. Mm-hmm. And there were debilitating uh, and so every time an audition came up or work or some sort, I would have these pa- horrible crippling panic attacks. My hair was falling out. Mm-hmm. I was flying back and forth to see my dad. Um, and I thought I need a break from yeah. this because it's really stressful. I'm sure. And yeah. so I, I told my agent uh, and I was working on a movie at the time. I was in my trailer. And I, and I spoke with my agent and I said, he said, Hey, how's it going on set? I, you know, I, I have an audition for you for a blah, blah, blah. And I said, listen, man, I'm sorry to tell you this, but I, I got to take a break. Mm. He said, are you sure? And I said, I am a hundred percent sure. And I know that this is going to really be a huge detriment to moving forward and growth mm-hmm. and the glass ceiling. That was, I was feeling like I was breaking, but I just, I like, I had, I was listening to my body and saying, what's more important and my sanity and my, my emotional growth. I mean, I truly believe, I mean, my hair was falling out. That is a physical Mm -hmm. symptom of stress. Absolutely. And that made me realize that that kind of stress can move deeper and deeper into the body and know that I've got to listen to myself no matter what the consequences and I knew what the consequences would be right right so I did I took about eight nine months off right and and you know to the to to my agent's credit he said you know it's going to be really hard to come back and I said I do and he said well I support you I mean you know his job is to make money off of me and to for him to support me through that I really appreciate I said no to a huge tv job that i won't say what it was but a huge tv job the show is still on um and i just was like i can't (laughs) and so coming back after that was so stressful and it was like i don't want even i don't want any more stress man (laughs) don't it's not worth it not worth it so yeah. yeah, so I had an, an opportunity to move to Denver to, um, and I knew I wanted to coach acting with kids. The, yeah, the, the, yeah. the few things that I've ever been good at mm-hmm. um, are acting, working with children in some form, um, and, you know, people skills and stuff Absolutely. and animals, like Absolutely. that kind of connection, those connections, those are the things that I've always been good at. And so I knew when I moved here that I wanted to pursue that. Right. And I just... I fell into it and, and, and I'm so happy about it. I mean, it certainly pays a lot less than acting. But but I'm sure just from a, from a physical standpoint and from a mental standpoint, you are more just at peace about, about who you are, what you can offer and, 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 you know, how you can go about your day without, you know, worrying about, what you can have the that sense of peace that you're looking for yeah yeah Yeah. it's it's it is it's very different and I 
I, I guess the I'm coming full circle here. I, I talk a lot, by the way, oh. <laughs> if you ask me a question. <laughs> You're fine. Um, so, but so to come full circle with why you asked me this. Um, so when I, after I broke up with the fellow that I had moved here to be with, mm -hmm. um, I, and I knew it really wasn't going to work out, but it was a great reason to leave. Right, right. And for the first year or so, I had one foot in and one foot out of Colorado. And then finally, I was visiting one of my um, my best friends, Michael. He and I were driving around like Koreatown in Los Angeles. And I go, I don't ever want to live in Los Angeles again. <laughs> and he goes, I hear you, honey. If I could go, he, he produces reality television. So yeah, he really yeah. has to be there. Yeah, yeah. yeah, he wants to leave too. But, um, and he's but still I, there to this day. He still lives there. Yeah. Um, I love it here. It's so beautiful. I don't ski for God's sake. I like <laughs> said I broke my foot earlier. Like I could catch a baseball out of the sky without even looking. Right. I have hand eye coordination, yeah. but man, I can't walk a straight line. I have injured myself so many times. I've dislocated my shoulder. I've, oh my I've, I've done so many things just because I can't walk. A right. I, there's no way. Like, there's no way. My friends invite me to go out skiing all the time. I'm like, listen, I'm going to go, but I'm going to sit in the lodge with with a hot toddy or like a, or a Jameson whiskey, you know, just like. <laughs> and I'll be there. I'll be over here by the fire. Exactly. With, with my headphones in. I'll probably be either the reader you're listening to a book. Right, right. I'll go do that, okay? Because exactly. I'm trying to have fun. I'll see y'all. I'll see y'all a little bit later. <laughs> I'll be here with all my bones intact. Because I swear to God, if I were to get on one of those slopes, no, I'm gonna be like, you guys can uh, send the ambulance to that tree over there. Awesome. That's where you can pick That's me up. That's why I could never, I could never skateboard either. Um, Oh, I skateboarded like back in middle school. Oh, I tried too. Oh, I can't. No. That thing flipped out from under me. I yeah. tried to ride a motorcycle one time. Oh. That motorcycle flipped <laughs> out from under me and tore <laughs> off. I'm on my back going. That's what I could never. I, I've always had like a, a special respect for like stunt men and stunt women because like. They, oh yeah. I'm just like, there's no way. There's no. Yeah. I'm sorry, but there's no way I'm going to do that. So that's mm -hmm. all. I um. So like, so one of the things that we were talking about before before we hit record was just how there's been this resurgence lately in regards to Gilmore Girls which is yeah. crazy you know to to think about and and for those of you obviously if you haven't caught on yet uh Shelly played Madeline in 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 Gilmore Girls <clears throat> and it's 2021 the show began back in I believe 99 right? 2000 2000 yeah and so 21 years later it still it still has these these legs right it still has these this this ongoing uh effects on the world today is it surreal for you to still be talking about and still reliving this show that was a part of your life 20 years ago Surreal, I guess, would be a, a way to say it. Sure. There were many, many years during um, it in the last twenty years where it was it was definitely a show that has has been a thing for right. a long time. But there, but I think I think Netflix mm -hmm. had a huge. Uh, 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 what's the word I'm looking for? Had a huge impact on on impact. That's the word. Yeah. Uh, the older I get, the harder it is to pick out certain <laughs> words that are in there. Um, <laughs> but yeah, a huge impact on on like this huge resurgence of the yeah. show. Not that yeah. the show ever went away and was lost, right. but it really got put on back onto the front burner. Right. and in a lot of ways and um i'm certainly grateful for that you know like m m you know being being a teacher is uh, a lot of work right. and and it doesn't pay all that great i mean it's fine right. but right. it really doesn't so having those like you know uh, surprise mailbox monies. <laughs> Those residuals that come in, you're just like, oh, cool. <laughs> oh, 
I was not expecting that. Oh. Pay so, my health insurance for a year. I want to take you back. What, at what point when you were, when you were on the show, mm-hmm. at what point or what moment did you realize like, oh, this show is popular. People like, did, did you have like, like one particular moment where you're like, oh, wow, I think this show is actually really popular. Uh, there's a, a few, one, one moment that I recall, I was, um, up in, uh, Vancouver with a good friend of mine and her boyfriend's band, uh, uh back in the day, there were this band named Rooney and they were the, I mean, it's like other band Phantom Planet. They were all part of this like Hollywood kids kind of. Yeah. Sure. I don't know bands playing so I went up with my friend Sarah because her boyfriend uh, now her husband his band that band Rooney was playing and we're just like in this little fun little dive bar place mm-hmm. to watch bands and there were all of these Japanese girls waiting outside uh, after the band pl- was playing and the van was sitting there and right. and you know they're unloading their equipment and there was all there were all of these little Japanese like 15 year old girls and they're all waiting to get their records signed like the you know they buy the the record and then uh, uh, then this little gaggle of them saw me yeah and now they wanted me to sign the back of like Rooney's record and I'm like I don't this is not I'm not gonna this is right <laughs> it was so weird uh that was weird you know just right. things like that um my 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 fellow my my boyfriend michael also my best friend i have all these michaels in my life i don't I know, know a lot of michaels yeah yeah it's a some biblical name yeah right. anyway so michael my boyfriend and i were at this little um little beer tasting place uh in our neighborhood about four years ago, five years ago or something. And, um, and we were playing trivia. Uh, just he and I were like playing trivial pursuit. We just hold the card and like, we both guess what it's really fun to play it like that. Anyway. So we're ready to go. And I, we were like, check please. And the barkeep comes up to us and she said, your tab has been paid. And I said, well, and they gave us the, our receipt and it had written, thank you for your service. We loved Gilmore Girls. Oh. And, I, and I thought, oh my God, where are they? And she said, oh, they're gone. They're gone. They just, oh my gosh. they didn't want to be acknowledged. They wanted to acknowledge you. And I thought, whoa, wow, that is a classy, that is I'm going to use that move sometime. I know, right? If That's I ever, a classy move. If I ever see, but here's the thing, if, if I see you, like if I go to Denver and I see you, I'm gonna come say hi because we're friends now. It's official. So you're oh, you definitely you call me and let me know when you're gonna yeah, be yeah. here. Oh, I will, and we'll hang out and all of that. How stuff. did it go with that girl? Did it? No. Oh gosh, no, it did not work out. And so like I was mad. I was mad at the the city of Denver for about a month. I was like, screw Denver. I don't like Denver. <laughs> it's not Denver's fault. <laughs> it's not Denver's fault. Wait, I spent. I went to my first country bar when I was out there. It's called. Well, hey, that's not. We're not. I don't. I don't I, know okay. what bar that is, and it, I'm not gonna. They call it the country bar. It's called the something rose or something. I think. Um, oh, that's in Golden. Uh, what's it called? Is it? Is I don't remember the name of it. Something rose, and that's yeah. in Golden. Yes, yes. So I went there. That was my first time ever at any kind of bar that's like that, where there's like line dancing and stuff like that. I've never been to that before in my life. So she took me there and I was like, oh, this is pretty chill. And so like I was I was the only black guy there. And like so all the eyes were on me while we were doing the line dancing. And I was like, I have to I have to nail this because I can't I can't do this dance wrong. I'm trying to think of how to do a hoedown line dance. I was so proud of myself. <laughs> yeah, you really have to pay attention to those. It's counting and steps, yeah. I think. Although yeah. I don't know, really. Yeah, it was hard, but I got it. It took me a couple tries, but I got it. Um, so so with that said, how, how often do you get asked about Gilmore Girls? Because I feel like at, at, one of the funny things is, I, as I was prepping for this, I was like, I feel like there is no question that I could ask that she probably hasn't been asked already, right? And so, and, I, and, Probably. I, and I'm, it got me thinking, I'm like, I wonder how often 
you just get asked random questions and 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 what is a common question that you get asked pretty much anytime somebody interviews I'm not going to do your job for you I need you to do my just- job <laughs> I need you to do it for me I'm lazy I need you Oh uh, let's see <laughs> The most com- god I don't know what the most common question um Yeah I think I I I I can't think of any question that hasn't been asked right. Of course, that's why I can't think of it. But if you had one, I, I will welcome it. Um, <sighs> yeah, because it just it really got me thinking. I was like, uh, she, I'm pretty sure over the past 20 years, she has done so many different interviews, uh, especially, you know, after, like now that the fan fests, you know, have been going on and things like that and, and, and all that. And I'm like, I need you to do part of my job. I I was kidding, of course. I need you to do. (laughs) Um, Okay, I can't think of a what question has been asked the most. Um, Oh, I think the most the the most frequent question I've ever been asked is, "What was your favorite episode to film?" Mm -hmm. And that one, it's a tie between. um, Wait, can I guess? mm -hmm. I'm gonna guess. All right, it's a tie between two. I'm gonna say um, one of them is when. Rory and Paris go to the beach on spring break. Is that one of them? That's one of them. Yes. Okay. Um, the last episode I filmed. Right. That's right. I did read that. That was the last one that you and and, yeah, and I knew it was going to be my last episode. Yeah. Um. The other one. Did it? The others. Was it something? Was it? Oh gosh. I don't know. I don't think I can guess the second one, but I knew, I figured the spring break one was one of them. That one's my favorite favorite. And then there's one that comes really close to that. Was, is is Rory already in college at this point? No, I've only, I was only in two of those. Right, right. Cause that's right. Cause when she first got there. I think it was in year two, but I'm not a hundred percent sure. It was the Bengals episode. Oh, right, 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 right. Cause I got to work with Melissa McCarthy and the Bengals, and yeah. it was just a lot well, then, of fun. And you all went to the concert in New York. Concert yeah. interrupt us. Yes, yes, and then you, you and Louise decided to, to skip yeah. out. Yeah, <laughs> we're gonna go, <laughs> yeah. With some sketchy dudes to some sketchy apartment. They weren't sketchy, they were hot. <laughs> but they were, ske- they were sketchy, they were sketchy. They were hot. <laughs> That's why we went. They ha- they hired two really handsome guys. One of them was Brandon Ralph, who yeah. went off to play. You you hung out with Superman. Um. Well, yeah. He was Superman for like a minute. For like yeah, for a hot second, Superman. Yeah. 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 Uh, well, so yeah. Uh, they actually I ended up being friends with those guys for quite oh, a while. Nice. Uh, they were really cool. Um, Brandon was about as innocent a human being as you could get. Really? Um, yeah. And then, okay, so the other question that I get asked yeah. a lot was, why weren't you in the revival? Oh, that's fair. You know, I, and it's funny because um, I remember when I was talking to Valerie, I know, I remember her saying that the revival was difficult in the in the means of, you know, <clears throat> like where everything's filmed, like it, was, it wasn't like the Gilmore Girls area anymore, like it, we were sharing, you were like, they, they were sharing a lot in, um, with multiple productions and they only have certain times to film it and then trying to coordinate like all of this stuff in advance. Yeah. Well, so actually when the revival was announced, yeah. I, well, my agent person immediately got a call and, um, and called me and said, Hey, uh, so, and I, and I said, I, I think I know why you're calling. Yeah. And he goes, yeah, it's good news. And I'm like, Oh, I'm so excited. That would be really fun to not go back into the rigmarole of acting, but to go just like do that yeah. for a little while. Yeah. That would be so fun. Right. And he said, yeah, it's a pretty much a done deal, but like, we're just waiting for, you know, whatever details. And then turns out that, um, I wasn't. Yeah. And, um, I come to find out that uh, Teal it lives, it, so, I know where she lives now, but she lives right, somewhere right. else. Yeah. She's married up with a son or mm-hmm. daughter or like child. And she's just so far removed from, yeah. you know, it doesn't make any sense right. for Madeline to be there without Louise. Yeah, yeah, it, it would have been, yeah. Cause I, I, I can't picture one of you without, without no. the other. You know, although, you know, at the fan festivals, 
Yeah. It's just, it's just me. She's just not, you know, and I respect, I respect the, her decision and her choice to do that. You know, she has a, Mm -hmm. like a normal, normal person job where, you know, at least I'm still in the world of acting or whatever. She's, she's not in, she's so removed from it. And, and like I said, I I completely respect that. And and I understand it. And, and, and it was a, quite a while before I really knew that and really understood why I wasn't in right. the, um, the, right the, the reunion. Yeah. And once I figured out why, I was like, oh, yeah. I totally get that. I yeah. really yeah. do. You know, it's funny because the, the chemistry between you two were, was always fantastic. I just, I felt like y'all just worked off each other so well. I guess as an as an actor, right? Um, and and I'm gonna ask you to pull out the acting coach uh, here and you as well, and combine it with the with the experiences that you had on the show. As an actor, what did it take for you uh, and and Teal to have that chemistry that you know have, which has become friendship goals for a lot of people out there now? Like, what what was it like getting that chemistry between you two? Uh, so she and I were like 10 years apart in age. Oh, wow. I didn't know that. Um, yeah. Uh, me, much like Lane, I was like 27 when we started the show and she was 17. Teal. Yeah. What? Jacob was also 27. What? Mm, Yeah. I did not know this. Yeah. And, uh, or something like that. And anyway, and, and um, Teal was 17. She was emancipated. Uh, but the thing that really solidified, well, first of all, we, we spent so much time together. For sure, sure. Um, like just tr- in our trailers and, yeah, and, yeah. and on set and just all the time. We just spent so much time together yeah. that you just form that kind of like, unspoken bond that we formed an unspoken bond where we're just together kind of uh like Bert and Ernie or whatever you know I don't know (laughs) anyway um but uh also the number one component of that was the writing um but I also gotta say I was there from uh, there's the pilot and then there's episode one and episode one is when everyone kind of comes together and starts the whole life as a family right, 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 right. because the pilot is kind of a standalone thing right. you edit blah blah that goes to network and they say when well, and you know whatever right. and then they decide to do a series yeah. and that's when episode one starts and that's where i came in yeah. episode one and teal and i uh and liza and so we just started the whole we started with the whole production as one big family and from the very very beginning and um so that was really cool to have uh, in in order to establish that comfortability on set uh just all of us being you know together all the time from the very very start uh it really did provide for a great sense of kind of like home you know yeah, yeah yeah well like when 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 did you feel that you had like a grasp on the character like that you're like oh this is who this is who i am when did you, when did you feel like you had a, a full grasp on it well when i auditioned for the role uh it was possibly going to recur. I don't think they really anybody knew at that point which direct it was all about chemistry and what works and what doesn't. And if it works, you keep, you know, this is supposed to be maybe one episode, right. maybe more, who knows. Um, but the audition was Mara Casey, uh, one of the two casting directors, um, Jamie Rudofsky is the other one, and then Amy. Uh, Amy and Mara were in the room and at that time it was just like a little crappy little trailer like a motor like a you know like a single wide trailer and um yeah i mean who knew that it was going to become what it's known as today yeah right yeah so like eventually there we had our own building you know like production casting blah blah 
anyway, um, so I go in with the scene where I'm in the bushes, where we're in the bushes, um, that first scene where oh, we yeah. were introduced. Yeah. And um, I go in for that scene and, uh, and I'm like, hate nature. Ugh. And you know, whatever. And so I'm like, okay, thank you. And I go and Mara chases me down in the parking lot and she goes, oh, hey, Shelly, is it? Come back. I want to, let's, Amy wants to see something a little different. So I'm like, okay, that's fine. So I come back in and she had a couple of little adjustments for me that she wanted me to, you know, do. And I, the, the idea was that she wanted Madeline to be uh, like, um, just like odd. Okay. But like, she didn't really couldn't put her finger on it, but it was just like, she wanted Madeline to just kind of be, I, I can't even, I can't even put it into words. Right, 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 and so right. whatever it was she was looking for, I was able to like pull out of my ass and do right there <laughs> on the spot. Right. So I did it. And yeah. um, I think of Madeline just evolved from that. Uh, whereas uh, Louise was very sexy and like Moe with her voice and, right. you know, and just like, you know, whatever. She was that character. She was that. Yep. Madeline was just sort of off in a different kind of Madeline like sphere right. or something. Right. And, that, and, 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 and I think between Amy's writing and what, how, whatever I did to create that character, um, I, I don't know. She just evolved into this kind of odd bird, right? Sure. I don't even know. <laughs> um, and if you've ever seen any of the other work that I've done, it's nothing right. <laughs> at all like Madeline. Madeline is yeah. in her whole little world all her own. And, yeah. you know, every once in a while, if I catch, if I have to catch it on TV, I'm like, who is that? That's hilarious. I mean, it is a, like a, it yeah. is a kind of a person, my per, I can see that Madeline is a part of my personality that evolved yeah. into this like soup. Yeah, my mom likes soup. Oh, what were we talking about? Oh, right. right. And, but like, like I said, when I happened to catch something on TV, I'm like, that's, that, I, <laughs> so i don't know so she's so right. odd but likable right and okay. nothing i've ever done has, uh, has ever been like a character nothing like that. madeline at right. all right at all and i don't know i don't know where she came from somewhere in here right. and the writing of amy's yeah. i don't know where she came from but again I, I see her every once in a while i'm like i almost don't recognize her she's just this <laughs> little Right. Odd bird. I don't yeah, know how I know, most. I know about Amy and 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 Dan. Like I know they're very particular about like the words they write and all of that. And there's not really much room for improv. Like, None. Anymore. Zero. But with that said, where did you ever get to give any like input? Like you're like, hey, I think you know anything like that? Or no. you just like, no, nope, I'm gonna read the script. This is exactly just figured out yet. Yeah, it was my first real job yeah. and it was an amazing training ground because yeah. it taught me that you, when, when you're doing a television show, when I, you, as an actor, you do yeah. not ever, it, it's the writers yeah. in television, the writers yeah. are like the very top of the food chain. Right, right. Whereas in a movie, the writers are very, very important. But the first time I did a film was Pray for Rock and Roll, right. where I'm surrounded by these actresses who have done a lot of other movies, et cetera. And I'm sitting there at our first table read and they're just like, you know, they're using the script as kind of a guideline, right. <laughs> but right. like saying however they would say it. And I'm just like, You're allowed to do that? <laughs> I don't understand what's right. happening. <laughs> And um, yeah, so you don't know, no, we didn't have input as to what our characters would say or do. Right, right, I mean, right. God, no, not in Gilmore <laughs> Girls. That was Amy and Dan. Right. And right. I mean, that's why one of the many reasons the show is so addictive and such a great right. success is that it, it's, it's like she had a very, she, he, they had this ship right. and it would run like within an inch of its life <laughs> and that's why such long long days occurred um and i gotta my hat is off 
a hundred percent to the crew on the show because you know they don't have a trailer that they can go hang out in you know and chill and they i mean they had to be before there before and after yeah and, and after like, was it 18 hour days did i i think long that, long yeah. long days yeah. Yeah. the longest day i think i ever did was 17 hours but i think they did more than that a lot of the time i mean most people say that was the hardest show they've worked on oh. because of the hours wow really well i can't say most people say that yeah. but i know that i know that the cast and crew have always said that it was a very difficult show yeah was um was were you were you sad when when you found out that you like that was going to be your final episode in, in I guess those season I mean I was when when we after the third year I was shocked that we were asked to come in for I think it was 401 right. I think we were back we, in the first, first episode college right yeah, so we yeah. were in two of those episodes yeah, yeah. for the for 401. I think it was 401 or two. I was like, what? I think it was one because I, I remember filming on my birthday in August yeah. and I was so surprised yeah. um, and, and, and pleasantly surprised. And then all of that time goes by until the spring break episode. Right. And I, I was I wasn't it was it was bittersweet with a big, big big helping of sweet because I did not expect to even be asked back again. I really just didn't expect it Um, because they'd moved on to college and Madeline and Louise ended up (laughs) like going to spring break and staying like that's. Well, what's funny is that, so your character ended up playing an incredibly important role in the whole Dean Rory uh dynamic here because obviously during that spring break episode um Rory hands you her cell phone and then you make a phone call and that kind of sets the the tone for Dean and Rory for like the next season and it's it's all it's all because of you Madeline how does that make you feel and are and with that said are you are you team Dean uh okay I'll answer your first question first um how does that make me feel honestly I never even thought about it until you put it to me like that so okay uh second am I team Dean you know what I am um I'm team Jared uh because I mean look I don't I don't have an opinion about who I think that Rory should end up with, but I am team Jared because I think Jared is a really, really great guy. I think what Jared has done in terms of being very vocal about his, you know, debilitating depression um, has, has been important for, I mean, like I work with kids and I understand how important it is for them to have a voice into things that aren't just, light and fluffy but like really matter to them and and for for them to have um a uh, someone like a a major star on one of their favorite tv shows uh come out and say listen this is real this is something that i suffer from it is and it's okay it's this is something that i'm not ashamed of that i'm going to be honest about they need to have those kind of role models other than like the role models that are just like, you know, uh, TikTok famous for doing whatever it is that they do. And I'm not diminishing TikTok or that. What I'm saying is, is I think it's really important to have role models who speak to the scary stuff too. And I'm team Jared in that way. That's fair. Okay. I like that answer. That's a good good answer. And and, and it's, it's true because that's actually probably one of the things that um that I talk about um a lot on like on my channel you know because it wasn't always Gilmore Girls like everything I do you know even though a lot of it has become Gilmore Girls lately uh, I've always been about positive vibes and, and good energy and the reason that I've I talk about that is because I always document my experience in life and everything that I've been through mm-hmm. and I say to people all the time I don't ever pretend to be some like self-help like guru or like motivational, like superstar or anything like that. The only thing I, I can do is tell people about my experiences and what I've been through personally, physically, mentally. And if people can get 
something out of it and apply it to their life or if it makes their life a little bit better or even if it's something as simple as saying hey listen you're not alone there are people that are going through what you're what what you're going through and and there is hope you know then then I'm happy. I'm a happy guy. That's all I ever want people to do. So it's nice to hear. And I should probably um, highlight that too, in regards to what Jared has done, because he's doing that and his platform has grown significantly. I think he's on Walker, Texas Ranger. Now I think he is Walker, Texas Ranger now, you know, yeah. doing this thing. And that's, that's, that's awesome. Um, so I had, I had, I had four more things for you really quick. I call them quick hits um, <laughs> where I'm going to ask a quick question and, and it's just, like whatever your answer Ooh, I like this nobody's done this before so this is Ooh. okay okay you ready i'm ready hang on okay, let me see here we go all right Got warm up. we're good all right here we go okay. um funniest cast member uh melissa melissa um uh most serious cast member uh uh fudge kelly okay that's fair um who required the most takes uh, me? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> um, what do you miss the most about your time on the show? Um, the, I, I, I'm not answering quickly, but I know exactly what oh, I'm trying oh, to say. Good, good, good. The, um, the stability that it gave my life. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Like, like that, that, that it, it was a, it was a constant Right. in my life and for someone who really only had a father and who whose father died a long time ago um we, he, he lived during this part but uh, you know mm -hmm. i i've always needed that sense of family that sense of of uh, like a constant yeah and yeah. that it, it gave me that kind of constant in my life where's madeline today well she i've thought about that she is she's living her best life yeah <laughs> she'll never not be living her best life right. um you know she's probably i i think for a long time i thought that maybe uh she and teal uh she and uh louise had had like decided you know they were gonna they were gonna have like i think madeline got pregnant you know yeah. with a you know with like a sperm donor right. <laughs> you know and she's she's care you know she on purpose right yeah. and his name is like some sort of french name because she loves all things french mm -hmm. um like sebastian <laughs> or something uh and uh, and he's like a little you know in his little blazer and he goes to private school and you know and if he's gay even better because <laughs> madeline would love to have a gay son i don't know if that's okay to say but oh my god madeline would have a gay son yes and who will look after her when she's an older lady and you know keep her out of bad lighting and chiffon and um you know just having a great uh, great life always laughing and yeah. and keeping things light and funny and yeah. um and i think that madeline still loves men but she doesn't need a man you know yes yes so you know whether one is is in her life or not i don't think is I don't see Madeline with like a, a husband that you know right. thick and thin like she's right. like whatever <laughs> I've got my gay son <laughs> come on Sebastian <laughs> I don't know she's happy that's fair that, that's fair a uh, cast member that you would want to work with again soon um I mean, for God's sake, are you joking? Kelly, I mean, Kelly, um, yes, Kelly, I love yeah, Kelly, uh, but Melissa, I would do anything to work with Melissa again. God, yeah. she's amazing. Melissa's the person that you see at craft service or that I would see at craft service from time to time because we rarely had in seeds together. Right, right, right. And I would see her and it'd been a while since I'd seen her and she's that person that comes up to, that would come up to me and say, what's going on how's your boyfriend what's going on have you cooked anything good lately you know just really includes yeah. you in and very personable yeah oh yeah and she's so funny god have you ever seen her do any of that guest starring stuff on saturday night live oh my god i actually it's funny you said i literally just two nights ago rewatched her as sean spicer uh like the first her first time as sean spicer at the podium oh my she rarely god. looks at cue cards that i can tell oh absolutely and, 
she just riffs i mean she's so funny there's that really hilarious scene that she does with jason sudeikis in the office uh-huh. like an office scene yeah yeah oh god i think it's like pizza or something she eats people's leftover pizza or something <laughs> i would i would love to work with her right right well did you did you when you were working on the show did you know that like she was gonna her or even jared or anybody or, or even Je- even even Je- uh, what's his face um uh, Milo, you know, all these people. Did you f- ever think that these people would blow up as much as they- I mean, I, did I think wow. that? Yeah. I, th- that's not a thought that crossed my mind. Did I? Th- I mean, I, certainly all of it is in the r- wonderful realm of possibility. Yeah, right. But at the time, it's really hard to have that kind of like foresight into the future. Right. Like, right. I wasn't even thinking those things. Right. Michael's bringing me some scrambled eggs. Oh, very nice. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. I didn't want them to get cold. They're not going to get cold. Okay. <laughs> I need a jalapeno now, though. Um, no, I don't think anybody really, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. No, but, um, God, what was I going to say? Uh, shoot. In regards I can't to remember. It's gone. Oh, it's okay. Listen, that happens to me all the time now. Like if I don't get it out, like I'm just like, especially when I'm at work in the meeting, I'm like, oh, I forgot. <laughs> I forgot. That's just, <laughs> I'm, I'll be 34 in a couple of weeks and I'm already just like forgetting things just out of, out of my brain. When's your birthday? May 26. What, what does that make you? I'm like right on, I'm like right on the cusp. I'm like at the beginning of Gemini season. Okay. I'm the last day of Leo. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. I, I admit people have been asking me like, they're like, okay, that's your sign, but what's your rising sun or something like, I'm like, I don't know. I don't know any of those. I don't know any of those. You don't have to. You know, people ask that. I should probably look it up because people ask me all the time. Um, I, my last question for you is this. Yeah. So, well, first and foremost, uh, thank you <laughs> for, for and chatting with me. This is, this is such a, a pleasure and an honor to, to sit and, and, and talk with you. I know that you you are an acting coach and you get to work with a lot of young artists and mm-hmm. professionals, you know, nowadays. And there might be some that might be listening right now mm-hmm. that are looking to pursue acting as, you know, a profession, as a career. What advice would you give to young performers now, you know, based off of the experiences that you've had as a performer in this industry? What what advice would you give them right now if they're listening? Well, I have to choose my words here because I have a tendency to ramble. Um, I think hard work, uh, commitment and hard work, uh, that's an invaluable uh, skill to develop. Um, I, I think it's also important to like, if you want to be an actor, if you want to do anything really uh, in life and you want to succeed at it, in my personal opinion, I think it takes focus and hard work and dedication and the kind of hard work that pays off, like not, you know, not horrible. I'm not talking, you know, I don't know what the hell. See, I'm rambling now. But my point no, no, please go ahead. Go ahead. My point is that uh, I I think it requires showing up, doing your work, yeah. um, being on time, uh, being a really an, a respectful person, right. uh, learning having manners goes a long, mm. long way. When you're on set, yeah, and someone does something for you, you say thank you and Absolutely. you mean it. You Absolutely. know, look people in the eyes uh listen that's i feel like that's a lost thing nowadays you know just it's not lost you know like i feel like it's not lost but but i think that sometimes um younger uh people have to be reminded of it a little bit because technology has really become a, a huge character in our lives right right and so putting your phone down and really paying attention and listening and reacting i mean in general that is one of the most important things you can do as an actor is really listen and react. Uh, and learning that skill in life is is also really important. Um, I have a little surprise for you. You do? I do. I have a little surprise for you. I like surprises. I know. This is a little surprise. Look who it is. 
Hey, Valerie. Hey. <laughs> I figured out how to hook these up yet. Have you started? You haven't started yet, right? No. We, we, we're we probably up. We're, we're rounding a third here. <laughs> <laughs> Sliding into home. Right. Um, so for those of you that are wondering who is this lovely woman on the screen right now, this is uh, Valerie Campbell. She is the uh, key set costumer for Gilmore Girls, worked on the show from season one all the way up through uh, the revival. Um, hi, Valerie. Hi, how are you guys? Happy belated birthday to you. Oh, thank you. Do you see this? A I fan did. made that last year. One of the Gilmore fan girls made Who that did? last year. Uh, Dulce, she's the one that always dresses up like Lorelai and her husband always dresses up like Luke. And we dubbed her husband, his name's Jason. We dubbed him Nice Luke. Nice Luke and nice Lorelai. <laughs> oh, I remember. Okay, so can you just hold on for one second? I have to show you something. Ooh. Yeah. Hold on. Okay. Um, the, the, how was, but the ice cream social, you had an ice cream social on Saturday and, uh, and I'm I, sure that went well. Yeah, no, it was, uh, I mean, it's, it's like we a, didn't really socialize with ice cream, but it was just a Zoom. We did a Zoom yeah. yesterday. My mom turned 80 and I turned 49. I'm getting old. And uh, oh, I'm so surprised my mom. Huh? Well, these are the new 30s is what I'm told. It is. Oh my God, that's so cute. I know. Who made Look, that for you? So this matches, you know, when we're on the stairs in the... Um, yeah. Yeah. So I think it was the end of the first season or was it the last last scene in episode one? I can't remember. I think it was, I think it was towards the end of the season. I think, I think it was the last. I was there and I wasn't there at the very beginning of the show. Oh, then it was, yeah, then it was the last episode of season one. We're at the Greystone Mansion and we're on the stairs. I'm in the middle and I'm holding this little. So one of my students, uh, his twin sister is a wonderful artist and she made this of me. And I'm actually holding the yellow notebook that I was holding. Oh. And this is exactly it. So, so for the fan festival this year, I'm actually, she's making a Rory and uh, a Lorelai doll uh, oh. from their costumes in, um, in uh, from uh, the Lorelai's first day at Chilton. So, so, so yeah. Lorelai's gonna be wearing the pink with the trench coat and the jeans and stuff, uh, jean yeah. shorts and yeah. so she's making those and. Um, and that's, that's so cool. cool. Oh, I like that. I would say yeah, I'm so I just I can't it's, I, I have no words it's so cool <laughs> it's funny because the the fandom and we were kind of talking about this the fandom is has been like incredible I know that they've accepted me with open arms you know over oh, yeah. the past you know yeah. uh six seven months and so I and and both of you have had a much larger experience with the Gilmore Girls fandom you know over these last bunch of years and it's just it's just really cool to see the Gilmore Girls universe being introduced to a younger generation and while people that were uh growing up with it are still reliving and re-watching it over and over and over again like that's that's super exciting that's really cool it really, I'm sure that feels great for y'all as well absolutely it's very cool how like they have just keep coming and coming and like I um last night I have to share this with you Last night, uh, one of my friends had told one of her friends to buy the book, but she happened to be a Gilmore fan. At first, I thought it was because of the podcast. And so she wrote me a note and her note was basically, this is for my daughter. And her favorite moment was the, the birthday morning wake up in the bedroom where she says, happy birthday, little girl. I can't believe how fast you're growing up. And so every time it's her birthday, she wakes her up that way. Oh. Um, her daughter. And so I drew this last night. Oh, that's so cool. By the way, for those of you that are watching what, what Valerie is speaking of, she has, um, she has a book uh, that you can purchase uh, on her website. I'll put the information down at the bottom. And uh, how many copies do you have left now? 78. 78. Of this original book. Yeah. And yeah. I'm working on the second one and you'll see me on my TikTok kind of drawing new, new recipes and stories. We have to, we have to get Shelly on, on TikTok. Yeah. Why aren't you on TikTok yet? <laughs> I don't know. Well, I don't even know what that. Girl can totally fill and his babies could be totally on there. Oh my God. You would have such a fun. Her babies. Well, yeah, her babies. Her babies. Jerry and Phil 
and uh, um, I, I don't, I don't want, I can't expand my technology universe any more than it already is. It'll happen, Shelley. It'll happen. Don't it's tell me. Crazy. I'm still not on Twitter. Twitter. I'm not really on Twitter. I just. But you are things, sort of. Things will post to Twitter for me. I don't actually go to Twitter, and then I'll pop into Twitter every once in a while and be like, "Oh." Yeah. Like nobody likes any of my posts, nobody does anything, but then every once in a while there'll be some random message or Keiko yeah. or someone, you know, someone Gilmore related will post me or tag me in something yeah. and I'm like, oh, hey. Yeah, it's, it's funny because like that's kind of how, so I, I think I, I told Shelly already, I was, um, I got invited on to John Cabrera's show. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. So I, I was, I was sitting chatting with him and, and he, he's a big Twitterer. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. Uh, I mean, he slid into my Instagram DMs, but but it was uh, the the Twitter side of things that really took off for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I uh, uh, I I'm apparently I'm doing not apparently I am uh, doing you know Scott's doing a podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Anyway, they asked me if I would come on next week sometime with him and review the Deer Hunter, the episode four. Oh, okay. okay. Uh, are you in that episode? Like, I'm assuming you are in that yeah. episode, right? Okay. Yeah. Is that the one where the deer hits her Jeep? Is it that episode? Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's episode four. It was so long ago. Yeah. I haven't seen it. Was it was before long. my time. I, I've huh. never even, I, I mean, I feel like I've seen clips of it just because I'll pop in, but I've never seen that whole episode. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. I, I, anyway, I haven't seen it. I haven't seen it in so in many many years, oh, right. decades. Um, really, when was the last time you talked to Scott? Uh, in passing, very very briefly at the fan fest two years ago. Yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, but it'll be it'll be fun to recap the episode, and uh, I'm gonna give a little plug to the fan fest, of course, and because yeah. um, it's so fun, and yeah, you know Jenny and Mark have put together something right? so amazing. Hmm? in october right it's in october yeah. it's in kent um and i can tell you this I, i've i've every once in a while I'll read on the the fan fest website or uh, feed on like um facebook and new newcomers are are say stuff like but is it well i mean is it worth it is it you know what's it like and stuff and the fandom for Gilmore Girls is so, it's such a thick, rich community. Yeah. Uh, and everyone is so kind and generous to each other. And everyone is really welcoming. I mean, I went to my first one two Octobers ago and I was, I was so welcomed yeah. by everyone. And I, and I get why the show carries on. The show carries on because of the fans. Yeah because the fans are so amazing and the fans are so kind and, and, and inclusive. And it's just like a big community party. Yes. The fan fest is it's so much yeah. fun. Yeah. But I can't wait for you guys to go to Kent though, because I'm, Kent had I'm something special that um, there's this little bar called, what is it called? Oh shoot. What is it called? I'm forgetting. And the fans are probably like, Oh, it's this, it's this, but they have a piano there. And after the festival is like done, like for the night, everybody just hangs out the bar and they play the piano and like Liz Torres is singing, belting out songs and Nick Holmes is there hanging out with the fans. And, and uh, you don't know who Nick Holmes is, but you'll, you'll meet him again. You'll meet him soon enough. Yeah. <laughs> soon. Um, and he's quite the character, but it's just so much fun. Uh, yeah. It honestly. Really hmm. You just don't want to sleep, although you do have to because it's three days long, like or oh. two and a half. But yeah. Oh yeah, the last night for it, two years ago, the last night, Saturday night before the brunch on Sunday, I stayed up so late. Finally, Dale Buick um, is one of the yeah. uh, volunteers. She's so awesome. Uh, she's. I'm like, I'm starting to have a panic attack. I need to go home, and she's like, I got your back, girl. So she just took me home, and I it was like. You know, I finally fell asleep, and the next morning at the at the brunch, man, I was on the struggle bus. <laughs> I was just like, 
I'm on no sleep here, people. I'm doing the best I can. And, but I think I pulled it together, but man, it was, it was hard. It, yeah. it was like, <laughs> well, I'm, I'm excited to, to, um, make announcements at some point in regards to, in regards to the fan fest. Yeah. I can't say anything right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. We're not recording right now, right? Yes, we no, are. We are. Oh, <laughs> so are you, you're going to cut this out? What's up? You're going to cut anything out? No. Okay. Uh, he's not saying anything. I'm not saying I don't, anything. I don't I even know you what you're make talking it. <laughs> I hope you make it because I think that would be awesome. I mean, I don't even know what you're talking about, honestly. Well, yeah, so, <laughs> yes. I will. We'll, we'll, I'll, 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 I'll talk to you after said recording session. Okay. Because yes. I really have no idea what you're talking I about. I know, I know, I know. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, uh, there's something to look forward to. <laughs> what it is, I don't know. Well, we'll talk. I wanted to just pop in and say hello. And I miss both of you guys. I had such a great conversation with him last week. We ended up yeah. talking for like three hours. <laughs> I know the podcast was only like an hour and an hour, was like an hour and a half or something. But I we were just like, oh my God, and this, and this, and this. Right. Well, this, like, is, this is what we'll do. Uh, I will, I'll, I'll just, I'll, I'll do my, I'll do my outro uh, real quick. And then, uh, and then we'll, we'll chat for a couple seconds. Thank so, you so much, by the okay. way. Yeah. This has been really fun. Oh my gosh, Shelly. Like, thank you for like the opportunity and sitting to talk, uh, to, uh, sit and talk with me. This is like so cool. Uh, and Valerie, thank you for stopping by. Everybody else, uh -huh. if you are a fan of this podcast, hit that subscribe button and be sure to follow me on your favorite social media platforms. Follow me on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, whatever you are on, follow me there at the vibe with kai or you can visit my website thevibewithkai.com where i'm always posting things that'll help you do good feel good be good and live a good life full of good vibes to my guest shelly cole hey thank you so much for stopping by as always my friends god bless and good vibes hey.